0: Pesachim, Mishnah Vav, six sixth last of the Perik, and one more on Shechting, a Korban Pesach, making it puzzle and validating it on Shabbos, and therefore being culpable for bringing a Chatas, a sin offering. So, for one to be liable for a khatas, he has to do an Avera B'shogeg. B'shogeg means that his act was intentional, but his violation of Shabbos was unintentional. He didn't realize what he was doing was forbidden meaning he maybe forgot about Shabbos, he forgot this, or didn't realize this particular act was forbidden on Shabbos, etc. If there are circumstances beyond his control, meaning that he either couldn't, simply couldn't do better, or his act was an expression of his own will, his violation was an expression of his own will, so then that person is not called a shogic but an onus. An onus means someone who is um, circumstances beyond his own will or on, his own control. So in such a scenario, if a person was an onus, so then he... Would not be liable for a carbon pesach. Okay, so the basic point of our mission here is if one slaughters a carbon pesach, if the carbon even bid the evid after the fact is puzzle, invalid, then he'll be liable for a chatas, assuming he could have done better if he would have tried harder. If there were circumstances totally beyond his control, then even if he slaughtered the carbon pesach and it turns out it was invalid, he will not be liable for a chattas. Mission says inside, if a person on Arab Pesach, which falls out on the Shabbos. shechts the Korban Pesach. And he has in mind that the people who are going to be distributed to this Korban Pesach are people who are unable to eat from its meat. As we explained in the previous parak, that means they're either too old or too sick or too young, unable to eat even a kazayas. So if all the people who he's having in mind to for, if none of them can eat a kazayas, then the Korban is invalid. And same goes Vishlo Le if he has in mind that all the people who will be participating in this korban are not people who are pre registered on it. Or he has, let's say, no one in mind. He says, you know, it's the Chabad house brings a korban Pesach, and they say, Shech this one forever shows up to our Seder unexpectedly. No, those are not Manuyev, they weren't appointed and registered ahead of time, and therefore such a korban would be invalid. La if everyone who is Shechting for are all uncircumcised, even if they are rightly so uncircumcised, I meaning let's say, for example, they had a patur. they're exempt because they come from a family of hemophiliacs and the, his previous brothers died from Korm, from Mila, Even so, he's an oral he may not participate. So all the people who are to be intending to, when the Kohen, this animal, having a mind, all those people, if they're all arelim, none of them have been circumcised, the Khoram Pesach is invalid. And finally, villa Tamein, if all the people who has a mind are Tame, meaning they're unable to participate in the korban Pesach. So in all those four scenarios, since none, no one's going to be able to eat this korban Pesach, the korban Pesach is puzzle. And since it's invalid, he shechted for nothing, and one is over the Ishtar Daraisa of Shechita, which is taking the life of a creature, um, on Shabbos, which is forbidden. And since he did it to bishogeg, he did it not realizing that one of these things were in play. He didn't realize that he was doing a Ishtar Shabbos and this would make it puzzle. Then he's chayev, he's obligated to bring sin offering. You might ask, a general rule when it comes to being liable is, call him makalkel, if a person does a destructive act, as opposed to a constructive act on Shabbos, so then he's putt from being And if you're taking a nice sheep and you're rendering it puzzle and useless, so why is that not called makalkel, and therefore you're only in Durbanan territory and would not be culpable for achatas? The answer is because, first of all, every animal, every and here the case are you know goats and sheep. So they're all um, on a one-way have a one way ticket to becoming a nevela, a carcass that conveys tumah. The way you can save a goat or sheep from becoming a nevela and a source of tumah is by making it a shchuta, slaughtering it. If you slaughter it as per the Jewish ritual law, as shchita goes, lalacha, so you've saved it from becoming a nevela, it won't become a nevela, it's a shchuta, will never convey tumah. So that's an improvement. So, that alone would be considered no longer a makalkal, as an improvement in all events. Moreover, in this particular case, so in this scenario we have here, if a person shach to this goat, let's say, and he had in mind people who none of them could eat of the goat, it's possible, but the goat actually has some level of kosher to it, inasmuch as if the emurim from this animal were put on the mezbeach, so it's kosher enough after the fact to not require you taking down the emurim. So, there's some level meaning you don't have, don't have to remove those sacrificial parts from the altar. So that means on some level it's a little bit kosher, and that means it's sort of at some level an improvement. That'll be enough then to make it not mechalka for both those reasons. On the other hand, if the person, the Kohen, who shechts it, shechts it ochlav having some people in mind who are capable of eating and some who are not capable of eating the korban Pesach's meat, or l'menuyav la l'menuyav, some people were registered, some people were not registered ahead of time. Or Villa v'l'relin, or some people were circumcised and some people were not circumcised. Or Villa v'l'tamein, some people were tahor, some were tame. So in all four of those scenarios, some people that he had in mind could participate in the Koran Pesach, making the Koran Pesach kosher, valid, and therefore, Pater, he's certainly exempt from any because he did a legitimate act of shechna and Pesach, which is kosher, at least after the fact. Um, he shouldn't have had those people in mind, but even though he did, the kosher, the animal is kosher. The offering is kosher. Now, Shechato, what happens if he slaughters the Koran Pesach? V'nimca ba'al mum. After the fact, he discovers that this animal is a balmum mum and has a blemish, which renders it forbidden to be brought as an offering. The puzzle in Vekra says, Kol ba'al mum. Any animal that has on it a blemish lo sakrivu, may not be offered. So if it has one of the blemishes that are actually enumerated in B'Sech B'choros in the sixth parak, see over there, like for example, a wart or a cataract or a split or whatever, um, and its lip and that kind of stuff. So the animal is considered imperfect and cannot be brought as a carbon. So if he does that, he'll be liable because he made a mistake slaughtering an invalid offering. In contrast, if he shechts it and it turns out after the fact that it had some trefa, some fatal um, flaw that would cause it to ultimately die. Like, for example, it had a hole in its intestine or a hole in its lung or something like that. So, but to be-say, sir, in a place you couldn't see it, in other words, how could you possibly know what the lungs of this animal looks like until you open it up? So, you didn't know. So, then when you shecht it, you'll be putter, you'll be exempt from bringing a chantas because you're not a, considered to be a shogig. You're an onus. You, you couldn't have done better. With circumstances have been out of control. How could you know that inside the animal would have some fatal flaw that would make it make it a, a tray on not kosher? Just to contrast back to the previous case, when it comes to the mum, so these mumen, the blemishes are external phenomena, and in fact there's a lacha that for the four days leading up to the offering of a sacrifice, you're supposed to check it to make sure it has no mumen, it has no blemishes. So that, bloom, that mum, the blemish, should have been detected, and since you didn't detect it, you could have done better, Okay, it was an accident, so it's just a show gig, but then to rectify the situation, you'll need to bring a Korbenchatas. In contrast, when it comes to the mum, assuming, by the way, assume, the, me, the trefa, by the way, some trefas are external. If it would be an external, you know, mould animal, certainly you could not call that um, being a, an onus. But if it's a beses or a hidden mum, excuse me, a hidden trefa, a hidden flaw inside the animal, so then uh, you couldn't do better, and therefore you're an onus, and therefore you're a pater. Shachato v'noda lemos v'noda. First, this Cohen shechts this Pesach. v'noda. After the fact that he after he shechts it, he comes to learn es yadam, that the people who originally had been the owners, the people who were you know registered for this particular animal, they um, withdrew from that animal. Literally, mashchu yadam means like they pulled their hands away, but it means they found the animal they liked more, so they withdrew their registry on this particular animal and they registered for a different animal and the per- people are actually allowed to do that on before the Korban Pesach is offered it's before it's shechted anyways um, but if everyone is Moshech yadam, everyone withdraws from this particular animal there's no one left on it so then it's not valid as a Korban Pesach so now if the Kohen shechted it for them this will be invalid Korban and therefore he is now bin machal Shabbos inadvertently but as we'll see in a second, what was he supposed to do? He has a, he can go on the chazaka, their basic presumption that the karbanos that are delivered to him to shecht in the of Mikdash on Herod Pesach are kosher animals for shechita. How is he supposed to know who is or is to registered on it? And therefore, he was in his rights to go and shecht it and therefore, he'll be considered an onus. The circumstances were totally beyond his control. So we'll see in a moment he'll be exempt from bringing a chatas. So the cases here again, number one, um, if they're mashchuyadeim, if the, the owners, um, they... Withdrew from the registry, Mesu, or if all the owners, people who registered on the animal, they all died prior to the shechting of the animal. So now, it's, again, has no owners, and therefore it's invalid, but he is an onus, because how do you know that? And same goes, Shinitmu, if all the people in that family who registered on this particular animal became Tame, again, they're invalid persons, and therefore this offering is not valid for them, but the Kohen who shechted it on their behalf, how was he supposed to know? In all those cases, that Kohen is Putter shachat he, When he slaughtered it, he, he was within his rights to assume that it was a legitimate animal for shechting, and therefore, although it was Shabbos, it was, he was an onus, it was circumstances beyond his control. I keep on saying the Kohen slaughters it. Don't forget that um, you don't need to be a Kohen to slaughter any korbanos, and the custom in general was that the bilim, the owners, um, were the ones who shechted the korban Pesach, typically, because there are just too many Need too many people, and to get this done quickly. Um, But nevertheless, I use the example of a Cohen in in this mission because obviously it becomes nonsensical or complicated if the Bilem are shechting. How could it be that the Bilem withdrew his hands, etc.?